0: is business anyway. It is any enterprise which is organized to satisfy our
1: wants for goods and services. The Outline, World Dispatch. It's Monday, August twenty-first, 2017. I'm William Turton. Today on The Dispatch, what happens when a startup collapses?
0: That's the problem, because like, it's like a social game almost. Like, if we tell them we need money, then they don't want to give it to us. So, like, if we tell them we have payroll this week, we need your investment now, they'll be like, wait a second, like, you don't have payroll. Like, then it's like, what's
1: going on? Here's the dispatch.
2: The future.
1: On June 21st of this year, three dozen employees of Fresco News gathered in their cramped Manhattan office for a visit from a special guest, one of the company's investors, Ashton Kutcher he had clearly been asked to give a pep talk. He said he believed in the company's mission to empower citizen journalists to join the media landscape by selling photos and videos to local outlets. That's why he had personally invested a lot of his own money. Then he told staff they wouldn't be getting paid on time. Again. In a lot of ways, the story of Fresco News is the story of every startup you've never heard of. Gabby Delvaye is here to tell that story. Hey, Gabby. Hi, William. So we'll get back to Ashton. But first, what is Fresco News?
2: Fresco is kind of like a budget AP or Reuters wire service. The CEO, John Meyer, started the company when he was 19. Local broadcast TV stations and newspapers can buy photos and videos from like users that call themselves and that Fresco calls citizen journalists.
0: Um, and the goal is to allow us to help these news organizations expand their coverage while also empowering regular individuals to at least have their voice heard um, in some way through the video that they're shooting at, at these events and, and obviously get paid for it.
1: And we should mention that you briefly work there.
2: Yeah, I worked there for three weeks in the summer of 2016, right after I graduated college. Uh, everyone was really young. Everyone was like my age. Basically, the CEO was my age. But there was also just this very chaotic culture. I think part of that stemmed from the fact that, again, everyone was like 19, 20, 21, 22. And it was kind of almost like a parody of startup culture, but it was pretty successful. They were um, signing partnerships with lots of local media companies, Fox affiliates all over the country. And they had a really young, intelligent CEO, John Meyer. John is the platonic ideal of a startup founder. He's 22 right now. His Twitter handle is at beastmode, all caps. It's also his catchphrase. It kind of embodies this, like, Hustler Silicon Valley always be closing mindset. The CEO, John Meyer, with me now. John, great to see you. Great to see you. Good
0: You're so kind much. of like the new Steve Jobs. Oh no, that's <laughs> a little too much. Was he an influence though? He was definitely an influence growing up. Um, just the 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 type of visionary that that truly really inspired me. Yeah. yeah.
2: He started developing iPhone apps when he was in high school, including the most popular early flashlight app.
0: And my passion was on the tech side and um, I spent, you know, the majority of my high school years um, building mobile apps uh, after the iPhone came out. You know, I, I taught myself how to do it. And then finally, when I got to NYU as a freshman, I was fortunate enough to have made a decent amount of money and, you know, was able to help my parents out and
2: stuff. He dropped out of NYU after his freshman year to focus on Fresco, and he supported himself with the money his other apps generated.
1: So Fresco was doing well?
2: For a while, yeah. By the fall of 2016, the company had around 50 employees. With the growth of the company came a lot of new challenges. Employees told me the culture became unhealthy because of long hours, low pay.
1: And what about the financial side?
2: All of this coincided with Fresco's growing financial difficulties, and the company missed its first payroll cycle in September
0: 2016. We, uh, you know, like every startup hit uh, have hit issues um, as it relates to fundraising and so uh, i would say when we had our uh, most significant issue um, was in the last uh, late last year
2: at that point fresco was on the brink of an investment from a major company and that company backed out at the very last minute which left them unable to make payroll
0: you know our choice at that point as in any other startup would be either you you just basically give up and just close shop, or you kind of figure out any possible way to keep going.
2: I got some internal Slack messages where the company's CFO, Jeremy Ogrek, would tell employees that they couldn't get paid through their payroll provider because of issues with processing time, but he would offer to pay them through Square Cash, Venmo, and Chase QuickPay. And once the payroll hit, he would require the employees to use their official paychecks to reimburse Fresco for the non-traditional payments, as they called them.
1: How long did this paying employees via Venmo thing go on?
2: The issues started, as far as we know, in September of 2016 and continued until June of 2017. And ironically, throughout that period, the company was getting closer and closer to meeting its Series A goal of $5 million dollars. But the closer they got, the more frequent the missed payrolls became. In mid December of last year, one employee from the marketing team confronted Jeremy after another missed payment, and he recorded that conversation. We altered his voice here to protect his identity.
1: As far as I know, my paycheck will not be in my bank account tomorrow.
2: Not
0: in the traditional way, but the full economic value of your paycheck. Will be- the full economic value
1: that I have to put in the extra effort to then pay you back from. Yeah, but when you work at a startup, I mean. It's- it is very hard for us to do our job. We found out the day before that we aren't getting paid on time. Um, is there any way we can, like, set up with investors so that they know?
0: That's the problem, because, like, it's like a social game almost. Like, if we tell them we need money, then they don't want to give it to us. So like, if we tell them we have payroll this week, we need your investment in now, they'll be like, wait a second, like, you don't have payroll. Like then it's like, what's going on? I mean, when you're going through a series A with no revenues, it's like a, it's walking a tire up. Like it's, it's very. I, I hear that.
1: Yeah. I'm also just going to repeat what I've been saying. For us to do our jobs, we need to get paid. Yeah, and everybody will get their pay on the day that it's due. It's,
0: just an annoyance, but I get it's an annoyance, but I mean, it's a first-world problem,
1: to say the least. I don't think a first-world problem is getting paid.
2: By the end of May of this year, they had missed so many payments that they got locked out from their payroll provider. Although, in a conversation we had, John denied this. And at the beginning of June, he told employees that the payments were still lagging behind, but he was confident that... Fresco was going to sign a multimillion-dollar deal with Univision, which would finally end all of their financial problems.
1: And Ashton Kutcher?
2: They had a meet an all-hands meeting in June, and this is when Kutcher showed up. One former employee told me that John gave Ashton a box of branded Fresco merchandise, and Ashton attempted to re-gift it. He said, quote, I don't need this. If you want this, you can sell it on eBay and pay your rent to this person who hadn't gotten paid in nearly a month. Two weeks later, on June 29th, 9 p.m., the Friday night before 4th of July weekend, John laid off the entire company. Except for Fresco's executives and anyone who wanted to stay on as a, quote, volunteer. And he did this in a Slack message. In this message, John said that Fresco had been, quote, screwed over big time and at the very last minute, unquote, by Univision. He said that Univision had changed the terms of their deal and effectively offered him a buyout instead of a partnership. This deal would have also required John to step down from the board of directors and as the company's CEO. Instead of doing that, John and the two other members of the board voted against the deal, which allows him to hang on as the CEO and try and keep Fresco afloat without the big investment from Univision. John wrote in Slack, quote, Myself and the board will be working around the clock to secure replacement funding to pay everyone's back pay, as well as provide long-term funding for Fresco. This is absolutely not ending here, end quote. But realistically, this does certainly look like an end.
1: So what do you think was the ultimate cause of Fresco's failure?
2: A few of the employees I spoke to told me that Fresco didn't really know what it wanted to be. They wanted to be a wire service. They wanted to create original content. They were trying to do all of it, but they didn't really know how. And this lack of direction was both complicated in terms of, like, some employees didn't know what their job was, and also it it was expensive for them to be constantly experimenting with things and then realizing halfway through that they couldn't follow through.
1: Right. This CEO guy, beast mode, John Mayer, Didn't really seem like he was well-versed in how to run a company or how to treat other people well.
2: I think he was given a lot of responsibility and a lot of money and wasn't given really any guidance from people who, I mean, let's be honest, venture capitalists aren't always interested in treating people well. It's not about treating people well for them. It's about how to create returns for people, how to make more money, how to disrupt industries, so you have to pay people less for photojournalism and for things that require a lot of skill and training. And I think this trickled down from Fresco's offices to the fact that its citizen journalists never made more than $50 a video. A lot of employees suggested that John was so busy selling prospective investors on all of Fresco's successes and trying to put the failures in the back of his mind that he became unable to see the failures himself. And the employees in the office were struggling. They had all of these problems, but their CEO was out chasing deals and was very disconnected from what was going on.
1: Where does that leave Fresco now?
2: A few employees have stayed on as volunteers, but since the layoffs, John has denied all of my requests for comment. The last time I talked to him was the night before the Univision deal fell through. We,
0: I've, I've heard a quote you know from from uh, a respected entrepreneur who says that running a startup is oftentimes considered to uh, just be a pain contest. Um, so it's a very difficult thing to do. Most startups fail. Those um, startups in fact pretty much all of them have similar you know fundraising issues or finance issues that we've had. Um, I think in our case, We've been able to do our absolute best in pushing through them. And, um, you know, I, I think we're very mission driven as well. And that's one of the reasons why we're still uh, here and we're still pushing is because we believe, you know, none of us are in this for, you know, silly reasons like money or anything like that. Um, you know, we believe in the product and we believe in its potential impact on, you know, consumers and, and news organizations.
2: Right now, Fresco News still exists but it's unclear for how long.
1: That's it for The Dispatch. Remember, you can catch us every morning, Monday through Thursday. Subscribe using your favorite podcast app, or find more links at our website, theoutline.com slash podcast. I'm William Turton. More stories tomorrow.